Hey guys, you're listening to It Takes Two TV. I'm your host, Destination Danny. This is your go-to podcast for all things destination weddings and travel. Now and again, I'll also sprinkle in a little bit of love and lifestyle. Thanks for listening and don't forget to like this video and to share it with a friend. Hello guys, welcome to It Takes Two TV. Thanks for watching, we are at episode four. And y'all are still here, or if you're new, welcome. We're happy to have you here. Um, so today we are gonna talk about room blocks, okay? Why they're important, how to secure one, what the process is to secure one. Super important if you're a destination bride, especially if you have a really, really big party that's coming. Um, a lot of people that are coming to celebrate your big day. So you wanna tune in and listen up. Don't forget to like this video. Don't forget to like this podcast because I'm doing both. Don't forget to share this with someone that is considering having a destination wedding or is having a destination wedding and just needs help along the way. So yeah, let's get into it. So I feel like I'm gonna start off always saying how I messed up because <laughs> that's what got me here. Um, I'm doing a podcast about room blocks because I feel like there's so much information that we need to know as just brides or people that are just uh, doing this for the first time. Okay, so what is a room block exactly, right? It's exactly what it sounds like. You're gonna block a whole bunch of rooms at a fixed price for your guests that are coming to the resort. So you can do this on your own, which I wouldn't advise, or you can get a travel agent that will help you. So I'm pointing to myself if you can't see me. <laughs> um, through this process. So you're basically reserving 10, 15, 20 rooms, to make sure one, they're available for your guests because these hotels, they do book out, especially popular ones, especially beautiful ones. And you don't want it to be a situation where <laughs> your wedding comes, everybody waits till the last minute to book and they do not have enough rooms for your family and friends. So availability is a really big reason why you would want to have a room block. Also, the fact that the price stays the same. Once you lock in a price at your room block, it doesn't change. Whereas the market value is always changing. So you know how flights, you'll check one day. We're not even talking about flights. We're just talking about hotels. But just for example, you check on a Tuesday, flights are low. You check on a Thursday or a Friday, flights are high. It's kind of the same thing with resorts. They're always changing, especially closer to the date. The prices are skyrocketing. And we want to make sure that no matter when your guests book, and hopefully they're booking like, you know, not too late, <laughs> that price remains the same. So these people are your family and friends are saving towards a fixed price that will not change. Super important. How do you tell your auntie or your grandma, hey guys, I'm so sorry you booked too late. We don't have enough rooms for you to come to my wedding. Yikes, tragic, tragic story. So yeah, we wanna get a room block. So another reason you would want to get a room block is because there is discounted pricing. So another analogy, Costco, right? When you buy things in bulk, you tend to get a lower price 
on the things that you want. And it's kind of the same thing with group rates, group pricing, and room blocks, right? You get a discounted price than if people were just booking on their own. You're basically telling this resort that I'm going to guarantee, air quotes, <laughs> um, 10 rooms come to my wedding. And if you can guarantee that and you pay a deposit, I'm gonna give you a discounted rate because that way I don't have to worry about doing advertising or going hard to fill up those rooms because I know for Danielle's wedding, X amount of people are gonna be there. So that's super important. Another reason why you wanna have a room block is for the amenities. And I feel like I'm gonna do a whole nother like podcast video on just like the freebies and the amenities that come along with having a travel agent, having a room blog. I might dip a little bit into it, but it's just so much benefits that come along with using a travel professional that you definitely want to take advantage of. And last but not least, you want to have a room block for just group organization. Now we all have tried to have a group trip and then one person drops out, one person isn't responding, you can't keep track, it's a lot of work. Now try doing it with 50 people, 100 people, 180 people like I had at my wedding. It's crazy, it's ridiculous, it's a lot of people and we wanna be able to keep track of who's coming, who's not, secure in a rate for them to come. It's just overall better to keep track of a group when you have a travel agent get a room block for you. So it's just easier, just do the room block, opt for the room block, okay? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the steps to actually setting up a room block. Now, let's be real, we're working with a lot of different resorts, okay? So it's not just one or two, like everybody has a different way of doing things, okay? So just keep that in mind. You wanna make sure whatever I'm saying on this podcast, it's true, <laughs> but you wanna fact check. You wanna ask your resort directly what's the process, right? So the first step is we're gonna reserve the wedding date with the resort or the venue. So you can't get a room block unless you have a date secured, sis. Like it's, it's not gonna happen. Secure the date and then we can then have our room block. Next, we're gonna determine the amount of rooms that are needed for your group to happen, to have enough rooms for your event. So in this case, usually we wanna overestimate, right? We don't wanna underestimate. So we wanna make sure that we have enough rooms for you, <laughs> your VIP people, the people that need to be there, and then some some extra rooms, right? And if anything happens, we can also downsize, right? There's a date that they give you that after a certain date, you will get penalized for then removing those rooms. But up until that date, you can remove them. So if you have 20 rooms and you only use 15, by the date, if you drop those rooms, you'll be fine, right? So we wanna overestimate. We wanna determine the amount of rooms that we want, and then we wanna overestimate. So next, we're gonna review with our travel professional, because we're smart, we're gonna use a travel professional, and then we are going to sign the contract. So you wanna make sure that you're going through this contract with a fine tooth comb, if you're doing it by yourself. If you're doing with a travel agent, we know the lingo, we know everything, so, yeah, <laughs> you wanna make sure you read those contracts before you sign them. And then once you sign it, you're good to go. You're gonna send out 
the invites, the RSVPs to all of your guests so that they can start booking. And then when they book, we want to make sure that we give them a deadline that makes sure that if you have to drop some of those rooms, we can do that without penalty. So we want to give them an earlier deadline to book an earlier deadline than the dropping deadline, the dropping room rate. We want to make sure that we're doing everything early so that we are not caught in the red, right? Okay. We don't want to get any of those cancellation penalties. We don't want to get any of our rooms canceled. We don't want any of that stuff. Okay. So guests will definitely receive reminders from us right? We take on that. You don't have to worry about this stuff, right? We take on the reminding of our guests. Hey, make sure you book by this date. Hey, this is what we're going to do. Make sure that it's in by this date. We want to make sure that we are organizing it for you. Okay. So after we sign the room block contract, we want to pay our deposit. And it's like, when you hear the word deposit, it's like, how much is it going to be? Okay, so usually it's around $100 a room. Um, And the thing about that is it's different with every resort, like I said. But don't fret because this money can then be used towards your room, sometimes even towards your wedding. So that money that you're paying to deposit that 10 rooms to guarantee to lock in those 10 rooms isn't going to the wayside. It's then used to pay for your wedding, to pay for your room. So that way, you know, you're basically getting a head start towards your wedding with paying that room deposit. Okay, so here are a few questions that I usually get when it comes to room blocks. What is the minimum amount of rooms required to get a room block? So this changes for every resort. We wanna make sure that we are booking at least 10 to 15 rooms for our room block. Because any less than that, if the group size goes less than that, there might be a penalty. And the contract could be canceled or the group amenities can also be taken away. We wanna make sure that we're staying between 10 to 15 rooms for our room block. Another question is, What happens to the deposit if my room is less than the amount that I'm paying to secure these rooms? And that might be the case, right? How many, depending on how many rooms you're reserving at $100 a night, if you only reserve 10 rooms and you pay a down of $2,000, if your room isn't that much, which I doubt, because you want to make sure that you get the nice fancy, the nice VIP room, right? But in the case that you do just want a regular room and you don't want to go above how much you're getting back towards your wedding or towards your actual room for the room block, that's okay because you'll get that cash back in a rebate, right? You usually get a check or you can use it towards something else. Um, So you'll get that money back in cash just in case your room isn't worth as much as you're paying down for your room blocks. So another question that I often get is, what if I need to add more rooms to my room block? What if I underestimated? Okay, so we can do this. However, it's gonna come at a cost. (laughs) So the thing about it is, if you wanna add, let's say you have 20 rooms and you wanna add 10 more to make it 30, right? Those extra 10 rooms might not be the same rate as the 20. 
only because we're at a later date. It's a smaller room quantity than originally. Um, it's a small, it's a bigger room quantity and asked for in the first place. So the price might change, right? That's why we always want to overestimate. We always want to overestimate. Also, there's a lot of other things that might change with that additional room. So we might even have to do over the contract, which is a lot, right? So we just always want to overestimate. It's just so much easier overestimate. And okay, another, another very common question that I get is, okay, so I told my family to use this room block, right? I told them they ain't listening to me. They want to book separately. They want to use Expedia. They want to use blah, blah, blah because it's cheaper there, right? Okay, I understand that. But the thing about it is those people that book separately, they are not being counted towards your benefits, counted towards your concessions, your rebates, right? So you definitely wanna encourage them to book inside the fold. Um, and also like anybody that books outside of that is kind of on their own, right? If they're booking through Expedia, they have to contact Expedia for any kind of changes, any kind of things that they're going through. It is not through us, right? So you want to encourage your family members and friends to use the travel agent service, to use your room block. Um, even transportation, they're on their own with the transportation, right? We can't then provide transportation for those guests because they are outside of our room block agreement. They are outside of the freebies, the upgrades that you might get being a part of this like benefit. Okay, another question, what is the minimum night stay for guests? We have a three night minimum. And if you think about it, if you're doing a destination wedding, you don't wanna stay any less than three nights, right? You wanna be there for at least a weekend for a couple nights so they could get some good stuff that come along with the wedding, right? They wanna eat, they wanna enjoy, they wanna relax, right? So three nights is the minimum stay. Okay, so what if guests wanna stay longer than three nights? That's fine. Usually the room block agreement is for seven nights. So it covers people that wanna stay a little bit longer. If we want to stay even longer than that, we can definitely talk, but we usually don't make the room block for three nights. We overestimate, just like how we overestimate the amount of rooms that we're gonna need, we overestimate the amount of nights that we need as well so that everybody's covered. Okay, so let's talk about the kind of rooms that we are actually reserving in this room block, okay? And I'll give an example. So let's say we wanna do 20 rooms for your room block, for your wedding, and we want to make sure that there's different rooms available for different crowds. Funny story, because of the way that we booked my wedding through my mother-in-law's timeshare and the fact that we didn't use a travel agent, we were basically blocked into only having one type of room for our guests, which sucked because we had some guests that wanted to ball out. We had some guests that wanted to not stay at the lower level of garden view and they weren't able to do so for various reasons. So I say all that to say, make sure that the rooms that you are signing off on, on the room agreement, make sense to you and make sense for your people that are coming to your wedding, right? So, okay, sorry, back to the example. So we have 20 rooms. We're gonna do 10 of those rooms. The majority of those rooms are gonna be garden view rooms. Those are like a little bit on the lower scale side, still really nice, still really pretty nice garden view through the window, very nice. 
Those rooms are going to be the 10. Then let's talk about some four ocean views. Some people want to see the ocean when they wake up. I'm one of those people. I love seeing the ocean when I wake up in my room. So we have four ocean view rooms. We could do four swim up and those are for like the Instagram. That's also me. <laughs> um, style and profiling with the pics by the pool. Want to just enter the pool right on their exit from the room that we're going to have four of those rooms and then maybe two VIP rooms, one for the couple. And then another one for the rich auntie that wants to ball out. That's like, okay, I'm VIP or whoever, right? The rich uncle. Um, we want to reserve two of those rooms. So in that nice cluster, we have 20 rooms. Now these rooms could also be swapped, right? So this is where you want to rely on the travel agent to know exactly when to swap out rooms, how many of each rooms to book. Um, also talk to your guests, think about what they're thinking about, right? Ask them questions. Hey, what kind of room are you thinking about getting, right? Especially when you have the website that the travel agent has created for you, moi. They will get to see pictures of each room available. And when they start looking at these pictures, they'll start thinking, hmm, I kind of want to be in this room or, oh, I want to be in that room. And you talk to your guests, see what's going on. And we will be watching as we see the bookings start happening, we'll make some shifts, right? We'll add maybe a little bit more ocean view if people wanna see more ocean when it comes to your party, right? We can change and swap those out, but those are done in limited quantities, right? So we wanna make sure that while we're asking questions for your wedding, what is the price budget for some of the guests that are coming? So we kinda kind of get in our head about what rooms that we're reserving for your party, super important. So the attrition or the cancellation of some rooms out of the room block that will not be needed is usually when they charge you per room, right? So in the contract, they'll say by 1231, if you do not drop those rooms, we are gonna charge you X amount, right? Because the hotel needs to be able to book their room. So if they're not gonna be able to book it through your wedding, they're gonna release those rooms to the public so that they can get more bookings, right? So that's why they put that fee there. Because if we're holding your room and Sally, Mary, <laughs> guests don't show up, that room has been off the market for X amount of months and nobody's gonna book that room, so we need to charge you, which makes sense. So we wanna make sure that we are looking at all the dates and the travel agent will handle it, right? We know when to drop the rooms. That's why we put forth the dates that we do. Okay, so another question, who is liable for these cancellation fees, right? We don't wanna be stuck with the cancellation fees. You don't wanna be stuck with the cancellation fees, so who's paying them, right? Typically the guests, the guests that are booking are responsible for any cancellation fees, but we try to do our absolute best to not hold the guests and the hosts um, responsible. We, we do our best to keep our guests and our bride and our groom protected. So that's why you should definitely work with a travel agency so that we're able to protect you against the hotel and their fees, right? Usually the guests are responsible. So the bride and the groom will only pay those cancellation fees if the group size as a whole diminishes past the rate and past the number on the actual contract. So let's say you had a contract for 10 rooms and it goes to eight, then the bride and the groom is liable. So we wanna make sure that we are sticking between those dates and we wanna make sure that the actual number that we are reserving makes sense for our party. Does It Takes Two Travel offer a price match guarantee? We absolutely do. So if your guests 
look outside and they see the same thing. Remember, we're looking at the same dates, right? Not dates outside of that and the same hotel at a cheaper rate, then we can definitely look at that and we will do our best to accommodate. We have the price match guarantee. There should be no reason why your family and friends want to book outside of It Takes Two Travel because we do all the things to make sure that they are getting the best rates possible and we do all the things to make sure that you, the bride and the groom, are able to benefit from those group rates and room blocks, okay? So don't go outside. <laughs> all right, so I hope listening to this and watching this was helpful for you deciding on a room block during the process of securing a room block. I hope it was helpful for you. Definitely tune in for more tips um, for your destination wedding. Don't forget to like this video and like this podcast, share it with a friend, leave us some good reviews and comments. And until next time, I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye.